Folks, episode 107 of the Morg, an official Corpse Feed podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. Oh, man. Howdy, Arturo. We, like... We, you know, we've talked about before how, you know, we, we have the unique problem of seeing movies so often. We get the same trailers all the time, right? The ill uh, loop-de-loop, right? The ill loop. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like an old school wrestling, you know, tour pretty much. It's an old loop. The, yes, the old trailers it, come back around no matter where you see the <laughs> movies, man. Exactly, but uh, because uh, you know the movie we're talking about today is finally not one of those trailers, I feel like it opened up the spot for some new ones, right? Ones I haven't seen before. Yes, like men, like men. A twenty four's next, like Alex Garland's next movie. Yeah, Mister Ex Machina, right? Uh, he did Ex Machina, and he did um, An- uh, Annihilation. Annihilation, which is also a, like that's also that's a heck of a movie, man. Yeah, like, I don't, okay, so I was wondering how you felt about it. I liked Annihilation. I, Again, it's a, for me, it's a one-time watch, just like yes, um, Ex Machina. Yes. It's, um, it was a very cool movie just because I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? I knew it, right. it had some sci-fi in it. I knew it had some elements of heavy drama in it, but I didn't know how much of each element it was, um, it was gonna be like just, meshed with and then just to see the final product and this crazy alien world kind of thing happening yeah that, that was pretty dope um and it was cool because it was totally different than x um than x machina right um yeah. so i'm curious about this one because i don't know if it's social commentary i don't know if it's yeah because if it it's legit like, like right because yeah. I think I've seen two trailers for this thing in the theaters. Oh, really? I this, think so. Okay. Or or I could have just forgotten how exactly what happened in the, uh, the first time I saw it. But, like, I remember this second time around, I saw a proper villain, right? Um, yeah, because the trailer I saw had, like some guy stalking her yes through the the end of the trailer so was that not there before like Um, an actual dude an actual man for the men oh you know what it is i think what i got was a teaser probably okay maybe it was a teaser that i saw but like this looks interesting i have no idea what to expect um that's the other thing too right because it's like going back to what you said about like social commentary and stuff like that it doesn't beat up on men the whole time you know it it looks (laughs) like it but then again the men that they're showing in that trailer I mean, well deserved. You know, yes, the, the men we see, yeah, the men we see in there are like the worst examples of it, and well deserved, right? So, but the other thing we've said before with trailers, like with movies like Nope and Us, and the trailers with stuff like that, where it's as long as the commentary is yeah. part of the story, right? Yeah. Like you as long as it's fueling the story instead of being just a thing in yeah. the movie. Yeah, I know? think. Maybe I don't know. I haven't read into this at all, into the movie or anything. But like, right? Like maybe this character has some, um, you know, has some past trauma, and then you know 
these dudes that she meets are just kind of regular jerky jerks. But then there's this underlying other creepy guy, right? That's legit yeah. like a fucko, right? So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, that's the other thing, too, where it's like, you know, there's a legitimate threat here. But at the same time, we know so little about it because, like you said, going back to Ex Machina and Annihilation, where Garland has these like high concept things that like really th- they are one time watches. I've never once felt the desire to watch like Ex Machina. No, again. but I have but, to say, well, it never really felt it, 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 it never really felt artsy. You know what I mean? Like it never felt yes, like yes. what it, like a, a fucking uh, winning reference film or anything like that. You know? Yes, exactly. It didn't feel like. T- Ty West's ex was trying to be like, <laughs> exactly. was trying to be super artsy, but just misses the mark. Yes. You know? So, so that's the other thing. At least going in, we know that there's gonna be something, right? Like the, we know. I have the blind faith in it that, like, whatever this concept turns out to be, it's, it's gonna be interesting. Yes. Right. Like, An original. Yes. Right. Hopefully, yes, exactly. Actually, yeah, hopefully, cross my fingers on that one. I don't know yet until I, I see it. I mean, right? That's right? the other thing too. There's so much <laughs> don't we don't know, know uh, outside of the fact it may be like talking shit about men, and like we said, well deserved. You know, like yeah. hey, I mean, men it calls a, for it. You know, yeah, <laughs> it, it calls for it. Like, let's not, we Anyways. can't be around the bush there. Like you know, but that's the other thing. As long. As that commentary is built into the story and fuels it, rather than just being a thing, you know. Because yeah, it's like, I don't want to get pounded with it, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah. the trailer kind of pounded me with it already. So, but it is called Men, so I that's on purpose, you know. So there yeah, has to be something underneath, way deeper, you know, because it's yeah, not going to be just like a, that. Yes, it's a trailer edit too, yeah. so it's like we get a lot of that right right early on. But maybe it's like maybe it's not even that. Maybe in the movie it's not e- – maybe it's just a creepy, like, village or something. You know? Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe, who, who even knows, you know? Again, like, everything is out of context right now, right? Yes, exactly. So, that's, a like, very, that's a very good point. All yeah. they're showing are just <laughs> clips and edits of these different men. You know what I mean? We don't know what they're yeah. doing. We don't know if they're just looking at a different guy across the bar or something. We don't know. You know what I mean, so um, until then, until very soon, actually, this is this is coming out super quick, right? At some point, yeah, in May? it's coming out uh, later in May. I, I believe, I believe it's a full release too, and not like a limited one. So I, you know, cross your fingers. I hey. mean, I'll take it, man. I'll take it. Yeah. New content. I I'll always appreciate new content. Hopefully, it's good. Yeah, and it'll be our opportunity to dig into Garland's rep- library even further. But uh, speaking of digging into, I don't know. That was a bad segue. But speaking <laughs> of <laughs> digging into things even further, there we go. Speaking yeah. of digging into things even speaking further, speaking of digging into things, go listen to our previous episodes about uh, our reactions to. The first three Moon Knight episodes, we are doing one a week uh, for each one that comes out. And Moon Knight episode four, some wild shit's going down, right? Yeah, like, episode four is- definitely, um, it made shit super interesting. <laughs> yeah. Further interesting than it was already, you know? Yeah, this one feels like the comic booky one, if that makes any sense, right? Like, because, ah. y- yeah, like, we, we had Moon Knight before, and we had Egyptian gods and conscience stuff, but this one... This one felt like I was like, oh, okay, this is the Marvel show. This is Marvel. Okay. Yeah. I'm wondering what, like, so, man, okay, so spoilers for episode four. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He's in, like, that white room area, and then, like, uh, Harrow says, 
like psych he drops the word psychic world and i'm like is that a thing like is that a marvel thing because like thinking about it arturo right like and the mcu is about to go from zero psychics to like a hundred with the x-men and like all the that new is characters a who are very coming. very great point because so like is is this a thing that they're like is the psychic world a, another like thing Wow. On top of the multiverse, on top of the That's quantum. awesome you pointed that out because I missed that totally. But yeah, um, that is totally a great way to start easing us in, right? Yeah, because, you know, this is all in his, like, that whole white room sequence and all of that, it's all great. It's all in his head, clearly. Yeah. You know, and then we get teases of, okay, so there is a third personality inside the, the casket, right? Yep. Like, um, so there is a third one there. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, and then... And then the rest of the episode has like this, like a full on, like there's a mummy, like <laughs> ripping. Yeah, like, it totally reminded me of like it, of um, like a version of the Mummy Returns or something, right? What was yeah. Brendan Fraser, you know, to go help out, you know, um, like dark adventure stuff. Yeah, right? it was really yeah. cool though because it was super dark. I mean, like this thing was like gutting this guy and taking fucking guts out and everything in a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Let that be known, people. This was a Disney Plus show. It wasn't, uh, you know, a transfer from Netflix. So yeah. it, this one kind of went further in terms of violence than I've ever thought they would show on Disney Plus, to be honest with you, you know? Yeah. And it yeah, proved no the point. More, no more know? of those complaints about like, oh, if we get Punisher again, he's not going to be able to kill. Yeah, and honestly, like, like, it's good because – you know, it shows the threat level, right? Because we're yeah. not used to seeing that kind of violence. Um, it definitely hires the bar in terms of, uh, you know, villainy and antagonist and what's to come. Because we know Harrow is just a son of a bitch, right? Like the dude is on a mission, um, just driven by some kind of passion because of Khonshu's previous work on him, right? Dude, and you know what's wild too? You know, uh, a buddy of mine pointed out that it blew my mind. So he still got the glass in his shoes. Yes, he's still walking on glass this whole time. Like it, that's something that I completely forgot about. But like, you know, he's got the cane still. He's still walking on glass. Like that's isn't. Like- yeah, dude, he's super evil, bro. <laughs> You know, super evil. Um, I mean, when he purposely just kind of fills his shoes with glass every morning, probably. probably yeah, it's, he probably it's has probably a, a daily whole, like, thing. You know, a whole like um, you know pantry full of glass little shot glasses. You know, <laughs> he's just gonna break them every morning, fill his shoes with it, and have a great day. I don't know, but, but at the same time, like I, I like I'm I'm ready for like I'm ready for the end of it. I think that's the other thing too. Like, cause four, four was also the turning point where I'm like, I'm interested, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, okay. Let's like, get let's, to it already. Right. You know, let's, let's get to the end. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I hit that point where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm good on it now. You know? I think maybe like, for instance, in Hawkeye is when we started getting our look of, uh, of, um, Kingpin again. It was in episode five, right. Around that time. Right. Um, yeah. So maybe we're going to get, you know, a bit more of that a connective tissue in the next episode where it starts kind of, you know, sprinkling itself into the rest of the MCU properly. Right. Right. And that's the other thing too. Like, that's why it, at the same time though, it is getting me excited for like uh, the future with like blade and stuff like that. Yeah, Cause, dude. Cause yep. if we're getting all this here, you know, if we're getting so much like violence and death and stuff like that in here, I, 
I'm more excited for Blade now because I'm like, oh, okay, even if Blade is PG-13, it'll be fine. It'll be just fine. Yeah, it'll like, be just uh, fine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny, like, it, yeah. l- looking back now, um, the original Blade itself would be probably considered a PG-13, you know what I mean? Or just a soft R at this moment, right? Like, yeah, at this point in time. because it's like, there's a ton of blood in it, but it's also like- It's vampire like, blood. Yeah, You're- it's vampire blood, and it's like <laughs> cartoony blood, almost, yes, right? Because um, there's so much of it, like that the nightclub scene. Oh, and where I it's love like, that scene so much. It's like, yeah, it's it's so much blood to the point where it's exaggerated, yeah, right? Exactly. And it doesn't feel like like it, rated R. You know? Yeah, because like I said, there's um when it comes to like the MPAA, I guess, right? There comes to, like a, a clear distinction between like you know evil monster blood, you know, yes, and like yes. you know good human blood, you know, and they know the difference, <laughs> which is pretty cool, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, so, I, I agree. Yeah. So um. Yeah, we we had we got to do a Blade episode at one point, but anyways, um, we're gonna do it. Yeah, um, like hopefully Moon Knight episode five gets a bit more revved up in terms of like Moon Knight action. Um, yeah, you know, like we got enough of that psychological stuff at the end of episode four where I'm good off that now. I get you. Like we understand this guy has a mental health problem, right? Um, yeah. So let's just, you know, get Conchu back in the picture and kick some fucking ass, right? Yeah. Like, let's, <laughs> let's get Moon Knight back. Like that's the other thing now that Steven and Mark are on the same page, right? Where it's yes. like, let's do it. Like yeah. this is the time to like, I, I think that's exactly it, Arturo. I'm ready for it to just kick off and like, let's go. Let's, Let's get that third personality in there. Let's shake it up. Let's do whatever they're gonna do, right? Like, um, exactly. I see it. Let's exactly. get that final battle in episode six. Let's let's get all that already. Moving on. Speaking of, let's get it all out of the way already. Right? Let's get it out. Uh, so, <laughs> Warner, Warner Brothers and Discovery are now one company. You know, super that means- super interesting. I mean, like on the outside, like. To us, this is super, like, just interesting freaking news, right? Like, Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. To others, it might not, but this is, like, to movie nerds everywhere like us, we know, like, yo, this is huge. Um, yeah, because it, it yeah. like, on, on the macro sense, on the big yes. picture side of things, it means nothing to us because we're ants, you know? Yes. <laughs> we're ants <laughs> in the entertainment <laughs> machine, right? But, it, like, in terms of what we'll get out of it um, – so the CEO, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they Here got we go. a new CEO Just Tell in them, text, tell them. They, uh, so reports are saying they're considering a full revamp of the DC Universe offerings. So that that's what's interesting, Arthur. Yes, so, um, we have somebody who cares about yeah. what happens yeah. with these intellectual properties, right? Yes. Uh, for yes. instance, like I'm a Met fan, right? And we just got an owner, right, who – is a fan. He cares about the team and he he's willing to throw a ton of money into it, right? To make yes. it to make it quote unquote better. But let's see what happens this year, guys. But um it's the same thing with this. We have an interested party now, right? And um he knows the value of for for instance, of Superman. He who he understands like, hey, this guy's been on the shelf. You can't have a character yeah. like that on the shelf. He should be like our Spider-Man, where we're making money off this dude on yeah, a consistent I believe, basis. I dude. believe the term the report used was languished, which is like a wild word to use because yes. it's like yeah, because like appropriately you said, so though it's appropriate they, word. For that. They realize Superman's been sitting on the shelf for so long, not making them money. Yes, dude. They're like, they're like, yo, it's Superman. 
Superman. Where are where are the trucks full of money? You it's know? Superman. <laughs> exactly. You know? Like, if, for instance, even on a visual aspect, Spider-Man, you know, the, the big money thing for Sony and for Marvel for a while, the blue and the red, right? You put the Superman back in there. You put that color scheme back into DC properly, you know? Like, just yeah. at least we have somebody now who understands – um, what needs to be done for them to be successful as a movie studio? Because now Discovery buying um this Warner Media, they inherit Warner Brothers, right? Yes. Um, yes. the entire studio lot and all that stuff is now theirs. So now, um, hopefully they can find somebody like their uh Fahey, right? Who that's, can that's like, the other thing that was part of the into report, a, a new future, the, right? Yeah, because you know that's the other thing too, like. Whoever they get, I don't think it's going to be someone we know, you know, because it's like, you know, because of course you could be like, oh, maybe James Gunn would be a good. But at the same time, I don't want that either. No, no. You need somebody who understands, you know, somebody who's 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 been on the back end of things and understands a legit executive. Yes. yes, Who understands the organization of of an umbrella. You know what I mean? Like what needs to happen in year one in order to get to year 10 properly. You know what you I mean? Need, you need the Feggy, like you yes. said. You need the Kevin Feggy who's going to look at who, or Feige. I forget what he's. Yeah, I, I forget, forget how, how to say it. I'm well, sorry. How, it doesn't matter. Okay, we, Kevin. We'll call, we'll call him Kevin. Yeah, you need <laughs> the one who's going to look at, like you said, you need the one who's going to look at it from step one and already have an idea of where they want to go in five years, in ten years, in twenty years. You know, so that's the other thing too. It's like who. Like you just, I feel like if you start off with Superman, you start off with a new Superman, you're set. Yes. Like just go from there, right? Yes. Like, um, it- yes, yes, yes. What what we have to think about now is the fact that, okay, what's going to go on with uh, Gal Gadot and Wonder Woman, right? Because there's that, still a yeah. third there. Um, we have Aquaman 2 coming out this year still, maybe, right? Or is that I don't even know. Like, back again? All that stuff, yeah, all that stuff got hit with delays Ugh. and just – yeah, uh, just a got, lot of muckiness in DC right yes, now, and yes. they probably cannot wait to just like dissolve all this like stuff that's been built. Like, let's just burn this shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I've, let's start fresh. Right. Just, just release let's, it. And let's start a new. Let's call Henry Cavill back. You know, um, hey buddy, we have your suit ready for you. We well, have even then, dude. Like ha- honestly, honestly, even listen. I'll take a new Superman even then because yeah, that's gonna be that's yeah. also that's also wishful thinking. He's never coming back, even though he's best Superman ever. But listen, you grab that blue and red suit with the nice big red and yellow s right you put it on some fucking you know young up-and-coming actor right and then you just yeah, start all over up. again dude yeah. like yep. give me an origin story again you know how many origin stories got for spider-man until they got it right you know yeah give us the same true. thing you know like we'll take it okay i'll go through the whole krypton thing again i'll do it just use him you know if you want to do like a younger superman to start him off young then do that if you want to even bring gal gadot back as like a matriarch of the thing while you know cal gets down if you want to go that route cool if you want to still use her because that's the only thing they actually had in terms of money making but then again like you just said Tex, i'm good with getting some other people you yeah because I mean? that's the other thing too like when you're when you're talking about like starting fresh and you gotta start stuff, fresh man you gotta just wipe the slate clean up. even though we love you know Gal Gadot and she did a great job you know let's move on you know yeah because we got that's that movie thing. that's yes. fine because once you start bringing in Cavill you start bringing in Affleck or whoever right 
the immediate question is going to be like, oh, is this part of the DCEU? And Very if I'm point. Warner, if I'm Warner Brothers Discovery, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about that. I'm trying mm-hmm. to do Warner Brothers Discovery EU. You know, I'm trying to do like my, our own thing. Yes. Instead of DC Extended Universe, I'm trying to do like DC or yeah. some shit like that. You know, so that's the other thing too. It's like y- y- you have to, you have to start out fresh, especially with some of the unfortunate sides of you know the actors attached to some of these movies you know like oh my god you have have the whole ezra miller situation where you know we won't dig into that but it's like i'm pretty sure someone there is like no we we also have amber heard from in aquaman too (laughs) yeah so it's like there there are two that's the other thing too there are there's a lot of mess either way of like both sides of that thing so it's like it's best to just wipe the good away with the bad unfortunately yeah yeah you're absolutely right but then but then for instance right now we have the flash movie which was supposed to come out this year in 2022 Uh, exactly that's what i'm saying that means you had a finished product already right yeah so i i think i think what's gonna happen is there it's it's the it's the hbo max situation right (laughs) you would hope so i don't think it's it's not gonna be like hbo max drop but it's gonna be we know warner brothers to be a company to cut their losses and just show the shit you know so it it might be it might be different now but speaking of that um they did something very very smart man when the pandemic started they very very intelligently pushed back the batman to 2022 and decided to cut their losses for 2021 and be like you know what we are fine releasing everything on hbo max for a little while that way you guys can see it and we can get this content out because lo and behold, when the Batman came out, they reaped the rewards of a fan base that was ready to see that in theaters. You know what I mean? So they were smart yeah. about their stuff. They're like, yo, we're, we're going to make our money with that movie because we know what kind of product we have. Let's – we're okay with letting Mortal Kombat go here and Godzilla go here and, you know, and Zack Snyder's thing go here because that's four hours. Who wants to go to the theaters for that? You know what I mean? Let's right. – you know, let's take a deep breath, relax for 2021 and in 2022 – we're going to go get it. But now it's it's kind of bittersweet for them, right? Because uh, they made their money with the Batman, as uh, you know, as I just mentioned. And now they pretty much got bought out. So they at least understand, as we mentioned before, they understand what makes money and what doesn't. So that's the benefit right there. So they know movies like The Joker and like The Batman, they will make money and, and, and they will be critical darlings. They understand that. But they also, as we mentioned before, just to wrap up this conversation, um, they also understand the big picture, the DCU. That's what they want. They want the right. DCU. They don't want all these little, you know, side movies, you know, with all these little characters interfering with the with this whole entire thing. They understand they have this other thing going on, but they seem to want what Marvel has. Man, you know? I bet I bet they're looking at Marvel. They're looking at like their animated movies. And oh they're my like, God. what happened? Wow. You know, all they had to do is follow the animated movie format, you know, because it's like the animated shows. We had Batman, we had Superman, and then we had Justice League, and then from there it was like, oh, okay, but Batman then, Beyond. But then there you go. You just you just kind of said it. The mediums are totally different, so the minds behind those vehicles are different. People behind TV, um, well, yeah, are, like yeah. think a little differently than these people in Hollywood. They're like, oh. 
because I guarantee you somebody was like, yo, this works. Look, this works. Look at Flashpoint Paradox. This works. You know, right. uh, look at this movie. This works. Uh, 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 look at all these Batman movies. They work. And some studio exec up there were like, yeah, right. You know, yeah, yeah, it's... Maybe, maybe for kids it works. You know, this is I Hollywood. Think... And then Batman and Robin comes out. Yeah, I think I think what what we just need we we need a good Superman movie to start all this off. And I think Ooh, once yeah, I think that's the thing too. Once they figure out Superman, like um, I, then we're good. Like then they're good too. Once they figure out a Superman to yeah. like to keep around and to have, that's they just not can't like- be scared. They can't be scared to just do the Boy Scout thing. You know what I mean? Because like fans didn't fans weren't really down with that Zack Snyder's dark version of Superman I enjoyed it but like you know a fan base wanted that Boy Scout which is like you know what fine I'm cool with that but I I, yeah like I I get it I'm cool with that because that's Superman that I love too you know what I mean Um, and especially now everything's so cynical you can look at the MCU you can be like oh it's so dark now you know you'd be like and and yeah just like we've seen with Marvel Spider-Man worked right yeah, like in Spider Man, Spider Man worked. You know, like you, you you can always have that darkness in the movie. That's called the villain. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's very true. You know what I mean? And Superman, um, Superman's whole thing is that he's just Superman. He's like, just, he just Superman. Powers you know? through it. He, he's he all shucks. It you know, he's uh, he's the Captain America of DC. Okay. Yes, exactly. That's and it. You just gotta power through. You just gotta do it. Like that's the we just need a good superman movie and then from there they can figure it out throw yeah. robert pattinson's batman in there who gives a shit yeah. you know like listen that's uh it's you know what it's very exciting for dc though because it was looking super bleak man super bleak yeah. um yeah. they were very aimless and it seems now they finally have somebody who wants to rein everything in get streamlined get organized and put out one message right yeah, because, oh. you know, fuck it. Whoever's the CEO now is like, look, we have all this money sitting on this table. Under Where pressure. is my money? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of That's pressure it. on they're, that dude. Um, they're, they're, they're like, where's my money? Where, yeah. where is this Where money? is my money, Tex? Anyways, folks, um, that should be exciting for DC. But we have a very awesome, awesome feature presentation for you guys tonight. A movie that I know Tex enjoyed. A movie that I know... I fully enjoyed myself and immersed myself in that movie. Um, I'm talking about The Northman, which I totally didn't know until I started watching the movie. Is not an A24 vehicle. Um, it's um, it's a bunch of different other movie studios. It's Regency along with some other names um, that you might know, which means Mr. Eggers got a nice, sizable budget for this awesome, awesome movie. And everything they gave him panned out. He used that budget super wisely. It was an awesome, awesome theatrical experience Um, for me to total pay for it. um, It's a total movie you would like to see in the movie theaters. Um, Just the the vast, crazy visuals and the landscapes you see um, from the, you know, the seas of, uh, of Norway to Iceland and Greenland and all that stuff. You see a lot of awesome, just violent imagery. You get a lot of just a lot of good action. You, you have a very awesome, you know, solid story told from front to end. You want to know what happens. You get um, you get everything you freaking pay for it in this movie, man. It was awesome. Tex. No, I mean, I completely agree. It's a it's a pay for it. 
uh, in terms of like our scale, uh, you know, go go check it out. Try and see it in the theater. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Like, like I bet it's going to be a good home experience, but it it it's something I you definitely should check out in the theater. You know, like um, yeah, the aspect ratio was a bit weird in my screening. I don't know if that's just a Robert Eggers thing. Oh, you know, yeah, like was my my. My theater had the black bars, so I'm like, oh, okay. Like, no, he did that for Lighthouse. He didn't do that for this movie. Like, when I okay, saw it, it so was nice. It, you might know, just, it was it 16 by 9. It might have just been a projection. Yeah, it might have just been a projection thing then. But but that's the other thing, too. I thought that was – I was like, oh, is this just Robert Eggers being Robert Eggers? You know? He did that, dude. He did that for freaking Lighthouse, and it drove me nuts because I was like – like I said before, I've said this in the past and I forget what episode of the show that he he kind of, you know, he wanted to kind of just, you know, showcase his uh, filmmaking talent, which is great. Cool. You yeah, know what I mean? we, we um, get it. We, we get, get it. it. You had it. You had it. You had it. You know what I mean? It wasn't my cup of tea. You know, the, the performances were great, but it wasn't my cup of tea overall. But um, in my viewing experience, when I saw The North Met, it was full 16 by 9. So, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look, I'm glad I didn't have that. Ex- I'm sorry you had that experience. No, I mean, it, even then, like, it yeah. was still good. Like, you know, it was still like, it's still it, like, that's the other thing, too. It's visually just interesting all the way through. Yes. And on top of that, like, you, you have, like, yeah, you have all the, the satisfying bits of being, like, an artistically, technically made well movie. You know, it's yeah. like it's it's the movie buff shit. It's the movie buff stuff of like wanting, you know, oh, I'm looking at how things are filmed. I'm looking at the editing here. I'm looking at the, you know, the the way the technicality of it all. <laughs> yeah. And you get all that here. But then at the same time, I'm sitting there going, it's still a dope ass Vikings. Story. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Like the the day, right. Like, absolutely. That's really what it is, man. That's what it is. That's why it it's so successful. That, it scratches that itch, dude. Like it's been so long since there's been like a cinematic Viking story. Like you can, you can look at shows like Vikings and be like, yeah, I guess, you know, but this is like, yeah, but this is something else, man. Like this is, um, of course the Robert Eggers does his homework on, um, for the witch and uh for lighthouse he did his homework um about the period about uh what happens in the period all that stuff is very accurate um so this is the first time on screen that i see this version of you know viking it's more of a a barbaric viking like more a less well not not really not really less organized they were pretty organized but barbaric (laughs) either but yeah no it's it's um Dude, I don't know. I can't even explain it. That's why you have to just see it. And I, I, honestly, I wish we got more of it. You know what I mean? Um, because yeah, it was – so let's start yeah. digging into it, right? <laughs> yeah. Like so this this movie is essentially broken into like chapters and like it kicks off pretty – like pretty quickly. Like as soon as it starts, maybe there's like – it gets into the weird shit like very quickly too. Like Yeah, I, honestly – what you get in the trailer is pretty much the, the first chapter of the movie, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And, so, um, yeah, like it shows you, it kind of establishes all the wild shit that you will probably experience in the movie. Like the, 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 the all, like all the tones, all the colors, all the darkness, um, all the, like all the wild optics, right? Like, especially yes. in that, in that, um, in the cave when the son and, um, and, and the father went in there the, with, uh, with middle the of the foe, right? Though- the other thing, though, I have no idea what the main character's name is. It's like Onleth or on. I I could Hamleth or like Hamlet or like on. Like th- that's the other thing too. Unfortunately, 
<laughs> I know we're gonna be jumping around this thing, but like, there's a lot of like actual like Norse mythology in it and like Dutch it's, and like. As I mentioned, it's super accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like it, it goes to the main character's oh, yeah. name too. Yeah, you're right. Um, Amleth. Amleth. Okay. Amleth, so and do... then you had Olga. So Amleth and Olga. You know what's yeah, funny? So that, do... that witch lady was Bjork, by the way. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I was like, that's why her name was in the credits all along, because her name has been pushed on this thing for a while, too. Um, right. Uh, I couldn't figure out who she was. Yeah, but... no, yeah there you go. Thanks, IMDb. Well, cool. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, like. Anyways, as you were mentioning, Tex, like, it's, um, it's, yeah, it's very, it's very accurate, right? So you get a lot of, um, you get, um, a lot of different, a lot of different languages. You get a handful of different kind of dialects and languages going on in the movie um, from mm-hmm. like a different village language that um, that Anya Taylor Joy's a, a character um, speaks, um, Olga. And then you have the dialect of Amleth and the, 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 whatever he speaks, and you know it's just. Um, and then you have this witch who just talks and I don't know what. And then you have Willem Dafoe's character who just talks like Willem Dafoe when he's crazy. You know what I mean? So it's, um, you get right. a lot of different, you know, um, audio and visual. It's a sensory overload, honestly, at, at some times. Um, but it's, um, I think it's done well uh, in comparison to what I've seen in, in the lighthouse and, and stuff like that. Um, he definitely kind of just understands how to, give you that sensory overload without having to kind of just batter your senses you know, you know what i mean like if that makes any sense you know like it, right. you're overloaded but to to a point where it's still you know digestible right yeah that it, it, that everything makes sense that everything combined just kind of works you know at times at times in in different horror movies for instance you're overloaded where, where to the point where you're just like you know what i'm done i don't want to watch this anymore you know what i mean um but right. At this point in this movie, you get all this stuff. And like you mentioned, just right in the first uh, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes of the movie, you get the conflict, right? You get um, – Yeah, um, I don't even know if it's 15, 20 minutes. Like, it's sooner like than that, right? Yeah, I feel like it's just right away too. Like I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the pace of it or like maybe it's because like the way I got sucked into it right at the beginning. Yeah, because he it's came just, home right away and like and then like you, you can tell there was some issue going on in the back end there. Yeah, it was already like so. So Ethan Hawke's like Ethan Hawke's in it for like that was Ethan Hawke, right? As yeah, like it was. The, <laughs> yes. Yeah, as the king. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, OK, uh, I know it's like it's tough to like figure out how to break this one down because there's so much like there's so much i want to talk about but at the same time i'm like do i talk about the rough stuff already you know because like the thing is it's a fully realized world and it's like it's got all these visual stuff it's got all these like well researched like things about its language and like the way its cultures are set up and stuff like that but at the same time you're kind of taken out of it from some of the casting choices you know like because ethan hawk ethan hawk is dope he's dope because you only see him in there for a little bit before he's killed off he's just and enough like, ethan hawk you know what i mean <laughs> yeah you know because i feel like looking back on it like oh maybe that's the kind of performance that it's like uh you really want to see you wouldn't want to see too much of it right? yeah it yes <laughs> i agree with that because the way it was going to like the way his character was you can tell he's a very annoying character right so yeah, i guess it yeah. was best to just off him right in the beginning you know yeah because there's there's you know the manner of the accents everyone has and oh my god the, yeah, the, that's the thing 
the the what's it called the it, it was like it had this machismo of it all right like the i, I don't even know uh, I, I was trying to figure out like is it is it dutch is it like no it's like it, um it's it old english is it like scandinavian yeah like, i was trying to, i was trying to figure out what the what the actual root more, of the more more in line in the, of scandinavian yeah, so that's the problem because <laughs> everyone has like everyone has such different accents, and then you get like you get Anya Taylor Joy's character who sounds like Dracula. <laughs> oh yeah, like- <laughs> but that's why her name is Olga, I guess. Right? They gave her like the most regular name of all of them. Yeah, you're, you're Olga now, right? <laughs> yeah, like because she sounds like she's got a she's not good at that accent. Like it's yeah. that it's that New Mutants problem. Remember when she was Wait, New Mutants? Was that her and, New like, Mutants accent? <laughs> it, was, it sounded like you. That's why it sounded was, so familiar. I'm like, wait a minute, why does it sound so familiar when she's talking right now? That was it, you know, because she was trying to be Russian or something in that movie. And like here, I'm like, oh, I don't know what you were going for. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm Europe- like, yeah, I'm like, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong, uh, you know, in the wrong section there. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're in the you're in the wrong fucking hemisphere. You know, but like, oh man, that's, that's good. That's that's the thing, like. And Skarsgård too, you know, like he's great, but he's best when he doesn't speak. Yeah. So, you know? like- <laughs> to your point, Tex. Uh, uh, to your point, um, my corpse review, I gave it a nine. Um, it lost point because of the cast, actually. Like every, like yeah. because of my point system. I'm pretty sure you guys seen like my point system, like out there. You know. It got full scores everywhere under story, under production, under um, under gore horror action, right? Under right. the actual um, whole postmortem of it all, right? That because of how Eggers just treats the the Viking action, people are gonna want to copy that. People are gonna want to kind of just use that same kind of formula in terms of action. So that's gonna leave a mark in, in the in, in in the genre. Right. But where it kind of lost me, just like it did you, it was the, the cast. A lot of the times I was like, like Skarsgård's voice acting didn't sound like his character. Right. Like, yeah, it was it was a little like that's the other thing, too. Like for as much as the rest of the package comes together and as much as ultimately these don't matter, but they do. You know, it's like it, it, they do when you're it's they do when you're being nitpicky about stuff. Right. Because like you have things so accurate at one point. Right. Right. Yeah. Down to the weapon, down to the kind of wood used in the ships, down to the sails, down to the armor and shoes and all that stuff. You know what I mean, down to the kind of labor they did back in the day. Yet, you know, when your characters are trying, um, it's more in those scenes where they're trying to get that drama going that it really kind of just doesn't really click you know what i mean the only time it worked was with a nicole kidman um when he and her just had that oh, yeah. scene at the end but again nicole kidman that's is just, her that's her that's oh, her oscar monologue jesus right christ there. it give was her, so give good her that, like that's so unexpected too because you don't get much from her character until you get to this village and you're like huh <laughs> this is a different kind of person over here you know what i mean um yeah and that and we'll speak more about that in a little bit but back to the issue at hand it was Overall, um, it's funny, like the supporting cast actually did a better job in terms of like their yeah. their their lines, you know, their delivery I and think, stuff like that. I you think know? it's because I've never seen them before. Yeah, and that maybe, guy. Maybe um, that should have yeah, maybe that should have been the, Bang, I think is his name, or Kalis yeah. Bang. Um he was awesome. 
Yeah, it's Fjorn. It's Fjornir. Yeah, Fjorn, yeah. Fjorn. And that's the thing too. Like maybe we should have gotten a bunch of unknowns yeah. instead of people Robert Eggers has wanted to work with or worked with before. You know, so that's thing. Like Skarsgård absolutely looks the part. Yeah, oh, and Jesus, Anya Taylor Joy. I'm glad she's in this movie. Yeah. You know, yeah, because she's like she's usually great, and there are times in the movie where she's like super dope. But at the same time, it's like I don't know if I'm exactly hooked to them. Like, no, she's good on her own. Like when she's doing her, like you know, uh, she had this great scene where um, you know, she um, you know, is on the ship. You know, after they uh, yeah, break she's up. like declaring to take like she's like take me to the seas. Or yeah, whatever. And, and, like, and, yeah, and that looks good. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. that looks good. It sounds good. But again, she's talking a different language in that scene. When she does, yeah, right? it's right. <laughs> yes. When she does the other language stuff, it's great. It right? works like, because yeah. it, when she's in the scene, um, a comforting the other slave woman or whatever, you know, that works too. When she's talking the other language and doing the witch stuff, that works. So, um, but when she's talking actual English, does it work, which is hilarious. But <laughs> I know, because that's what I'm saying. It's the fucking Dracula. Accent. Yeah, dude. Like, um, but yeah, yeah, but that aside, though, uh, the supporting <laughs> cast. <laughs> um, That's the thing, too. Yeah. It's such a huge, like, in retrospect, it is a huge aside where it's like, it's only something that, like, maybe we'll notice, you know. But, you know what, like, though? But, like, I'm glad that the last, and you know, the climax of the movie didn't involve much talking. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, <laughs> too. It involved a lot it, of doing, which is awesome. So Yeah, because, like... The actual fantasy story itself, right? Like the actual North, like Norse fantasy story, is fucking dope. Like all the all the elements we get about like a legendary hell sword. Yeah, and like, dude, it's the, awesome. the night blade, and like oh, it cuts through everything, and then like you know, all of that stuff is absolutely great. I was. You know, like I said, it goes back to the world building. He built a great yeah. world it's, here. It's legit. Know? Um, it's you can even compare it to like a token world, right? Like it's it's a fantasy world, right? Yes, um, yes. And that's what honestly one of the best parts of the movie that because he chose such a theme, right? Um, he was able to concoct this story that just kind of honestly made me feel like a kid watching great action flick again. You know what I mean? Like, I, like I wanted to just run around and just be a Viking afterwards and just freaking just you know run around with an axe and bash some heads in. Um, he it was that captivating of a story and the end of that movie, man, like Jesus Christ, it's a freaking duel to the death pretty much. Right. Yeah, on like um, a volcano. In a know? volcano, right? <laughs> oh, were, they, yeah. were they inside of it? Um, but it was just gorgeous. Um, these two freaking naked Viking guys <laughs> yeah, going like at fighting it with the, fucking yeah. swords and shields inside a volcano. Dude, you couldn't get any more fucking awesome than that, honestly. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, kudos to Eggers too on top of like in terms of making all the Viking action. It looks great. so good. I'm glad just, too because – it took us back to the beginning of where we met Amleth, right? Where he was right. this just a violent dude, you know? Um, and we kind of felt for him there as in the story. You're like, yo, I want to follow yeah, this guy back some heads, right? Yeah, okay. So that's that's my one other issue though like, that. that we do have to, we do have <laughs> to talk about is that like we don't get enough of no. like, the Viking action stuff. We, we there's a huge 
like the whole stretch the story basically is set within the village as he's trying to like get his revenge on you know like he's sneaking around he fucking cuts that like, hair away too soon tex <laughs> yeah that's the other thing too he like cuts his but hair listen, like into the village i and- totally agree with you in, in one aspect like i definitely wanted more of that viking aspect more of that like you know that a pillage and burn then, aspect right but yeah, then, then it would have been three hours exactly yeah. you know and then it wasn't it wouldn't have done much to contribute to the story. It already established the fact that this dude was a fucking beast. You know what I mean? That he was yeah. like, you know, elite top of the line kind of hunter kind of thing, you know? So right. it, it established his um his awesomeness already. I do wish we had more of that, but it needed to progress. Like he like legit um I remember I told you off air that it reminded me of like a a, a heavy metal movie right uh, like a story in a heavy metal movie where um it it's like just a fantasy mo- like a fantasy movie with a story from going from point a to point b he had a mission his fate was like oh shit that's right i have to i have to go you know avenge my father you know what i mean he finally woke up and was like oh shit you know i gotta go avenge my father bet let me go cut my hair let me go become a slave and do all this like i'm i'm glad that it went like that because it it was like just moving it along, you know what I mean? Like right. just getting t- to the point where, like, okay, where are we at now? And we ended up in the village. I get that the village point was a lot. Um, right, it was a lot. Yeah, uh, it was like yeah. you said, pretty much yeah, the entire speaking, movie. S- like speaking to moving the moving along thing. Yeah, like my thing was is that there was one too many. Oh, we must wait another <laughs> night for me. <laughs> yeah, you there was that. one too many of the like. Oh, not tonight. We have to wait another. Like that was one thing. It was. I was like, okay, you move the story along. I get it. You know what? Honestly, I didn't mind along. that either because every night we got a bunch of action. Did we of know some, of some sort? Of some sort, right? Uh, not really. When, like, in retrospect, like all, like. But the every night we got would, someone sacrificed, right? Like, okay, so my thing was when the Nightblade feeds, I was like, cool. Like, when it starts that part, yeah. he's, like, ninja-ing through the village. And, like, you know, then he, like, kills those dudes and sets them up as, like, a message or whatever. Yeah. But, like, get to the, like. get to the actual just you know what like i really it reminded me a lot of a game of thrones episode right right um where it was like just fucking get to it already i get you 100 but at that point for me i was just already so in it that i didn't mind the extra like, night looking, because looking it was it, because yeah. it was that one extra night because they found you know because they finally were like oh no we have to defend the fort and and they had to take him so th- it was that one extra night that they used the 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 mushrooms to make everybody crazy but it's funny though what's weird about that i thought they had killed a lot of people with that they night, didn't and that's they the other thing didn't. too they did that no, guy was, was still just, alive but yeah, then i thought just, i saw himself fucking gutting himself in the neck dude yeah, it's that's what I'm saying. Like it's that shit where I was like, you know, I I should have been a bigger body count. <laughs> that's what it is. At dude. least, right? Like, it give me a bigger I body was, count. Because for you know, for all that hatred and vengeance and stuff, like where's the bigger body count? Like you get the satisfying moments of like him stabbing the sword through the guy's fucking oh, cut off nose. But that's after. That's in the last act though where he finally finally goes like yo i gotta go full viking and i gotta exactly i gotta end this guy because he's gonna come hunting you if you know if we don't kill him 
Exactly. So, and that's yeah. that was my that was my issue. Yeah, dude. Like, I honestly I had a big pacing issue when when Olga's character saved him from, you know, like the beating or whatever he was getting. Um, and then like they were kind of like in like a hot tub <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah, and then and they, they, they were yes. riding horses and stuff. And I'm like, that was my issue with the pacing. This is why I didn't mind the nights because that was like like, come on, let's speed this shit up a little bit. I get it. You guys, you know, are in love. You want to have a baby and shit. You know what I mean? Um, but that was a lot. This is why I'm glad. Yeah, he was like, wait a minute. This is an awesome movie. Let me let me jump back in the water and go back to Latin and kill some people. That, yeah, because it was such a plateau in terms of just like, you know, hype and, and thrill. I th- right? I think that was, yeah. That's, that where, like, that's where it gets all artsy. Yes. You know? It's yes, like, yeah, yes, you took yes. the artsy detour. And let's get back to the movie. Yes, know? exactly. And then, like, it's funny because it's like, wait a minute. It's like somebody paused the button. Let's wrap this up a little bit and let's get back to the action. And that's yeah. exactly what happened in the last act. Like, he went back to the village. You know, he got his freaking – he got his fucking revenge, dude. Like, the guy, especially the guy with the no-nose, that was so good. That yeah, sort of just went right in his it's, face. When you finally get it, it's super satisfying. Yes. And that's why that's why the movie still pay for it, despite me complaining about, like, a pacing issue or, like, the accents. Because, like, at the end of the day, it's still very fucking satisfying. Yeah, how, it very like, is. It, very much so. It's satisfying in the violence. When you finally get violence violence it's very Dude. like and that fucking fitting. twist yeah. bro that story yeah. man yeah when that, you get the nicole kidman thing that was good that's that's her oscar speech right there that Submit was very that, good submitted to the academy that's her clip right there that's and the then I it's, see. it's awesome what follows too because like it's a very like intense scene and you don't know what's gonna happen next and then it's a fucking fight all of a sudden right and then you know he ends up killing his mom right fucking stabs her right in the chest right in the heart right kills that fucking kid (laughs) and and then that kid but listen that kid jumped on his back and stabbed him like 10 times (laughs) which almost killed him legit this is why he was so fucked up afterwards man that's that's what the like that's with the finale like in my head i'm like ah you cheater because like the 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 fjolnir was like oh i beat you and all that stuff you know but i'm like oh you you're clean you're fresh like you're coming into this hot you know exactly dude Fucking Obelisk has been sitting there fucking dying. Dude, you know? he, he, he was like freaking falling off a horse getting to the yeah, volcano, I bro. Like, I, was, I was like in my head. I was like so upset <laughs> by that. I was like, oh, you're, you're fucking – how dare you? Oh, it, made I, so, I know. it made me so mad at Fjolnir. That's know, how fucking, freaking badass he is though, bro. He goes into this fucking war of a fight with this guy in a volcano. At yeah. some point, they decide to take off all their clothes <laughs> and just go at it, dude. Yeah, that was um, one of those so- things where it's like, in the moment, you don't think about it. Do- it's, <laughs> it's but so afterwards, true. I was like, why were they naked? Because yeah. for a second, I was like, wait, is that a butt crack? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally thought they had like loincloths on because at the beginning of the movie, we see how these barbarian like Vikings fight with like, right. you know, with, yes. with loincloths and like furs and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, but then I'm like, I'm seeing a bunch of butt cracks and I'm like, holy shit, these guys no, are naked. Yeah, because at that point, it's so primal and it's so like, and you're you like, yeah, let's go at it. Yeah, it's like, like fucking gladiators in Rome, dude. <laughs> yes, like in the moment, I did not think about it, but I thought about it afterwards i was like wait a minute they were you know but in the moment you're like so that's the other thing too like you're so fucking into it yes when you're that's the thing it's all these 
problems I didn't really have until thinking back after, where I was like, okay, what did I like about it and what I didn't? But, like, watching it itself, I was satisfied. I was like, this is a fucking satisfying movie, dude. Yes. Like, I was in. I yep. was into it. Yep, 100%. Um, and compared to The Lighthouse, I mean, oh, I was into you, it. Have you and, seen The Lighthouse? And honestly, compared to The Witch, yeah, even, I liked it too. You know, like, The Witch, I was like, yeah, like. I love the it. witch because of just the actual like horror stuff in it. Um, the, like the witch stuff is is great. I've gone on record about that. But this is my favorite Eggers movie. Um, yeah. I love the witch. Like you can go back to 2016 when I started Corpse Feed, and I I'm praising the witch. But th- this one, it takes the good stuff of the witch. It takes the good stuff of Lighthouse. It puts it in this movie that you can tell he's been. I think. This one's been the one stirring in his head for a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, It's it's just so well produced. Um, It's well written. Um, I'm not sure who his writing partner is. It was some like, you know, like like Norwegian name. But, you know, it seems like he really had a hold and a grasp of everything going on, man. Like this could have easily gone the way of a bad movie. You know what I mean? Honestly, um, yeah. with you had all the elements to make a bad movie. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? You had yeah. you had foreign languages, foreign lands, just very weird art- accents. Opta, weird accents. Um, <laughs> artsy optics at times you know right. willem dafoe <laughs> yeah and willem the, dafoe the, the, yeah the wildness of willem dafoe if you guys seen the lighthouse he's wild in that fucking movie but um uh, but uh, you had the craziness of willem dafoe like i said you had a lot of things that you know in the wrong hands it, it could have gone wrong but i'm glad that eggers was able to kind of just give us this crazy you know experience in theaters um he definitely made up for the nonsense that was the lighthouse in my opinion you know there's a lot of horror fans that love it but you know more power to you enjoy that black and white shit i'm good off that <laughs> but um folks go watch the northman it was a great great cinematic experience from start to finish it was captivating you'll have fun you'll enjoy it man by the way just real quick that like first scene where they put all those like women and children in that hut and burn it wow oh yeah <laughs> Fuck, i was man. in i was like i was 100%. so so deep into it i was, I was like so- can I, I was so digging? even Can more I in than I, yeah, I was, I was even more in than I was before. You know, I was like, I think yeah. I was the only one in theater that was like in just like enjoyment of just the sight of seeing women and children burn. <laughs> but anyways, folks, go watch The Northmen. It was fucking awesome i hope you guys will enjoy it the same way we did again we give you a heads up the accents are a little funky but just stick with it because the story is enough to keep you in it and again folks thank you so much for listening this was episode 107 of the morgue an official corpse feed podcast and as always i am arturo padilla the guy behind the face and with me always is mr nick valdez uh thank you so much for listening thank you del virus for the artwork thank you glenn Morowski for the music thank you guys for checking out everything in the back you know in the back archives we have 106 of these fuckers for you out there go listen mm-hmm. to those um go check out the social feeds go 
Go to corpsefeed.com. You can catch everything under the umbrella there. You got the morgue there. You got everything from all the socials on there. You can go right on. You, you can listen to the morgue episodes right on the website too. If you guys don't have any applications on the go for that. So it's all there for you guys. Go check out Twitter. Go check out Facebook. Go check out Instagram. Go follow us on there. Go comment. Go subscribe to anything. Go like some stuff. We appreciate it. Again, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we're here to walk you through it. 